Hey, it's Rich Garcia, and I'm an audio engineer at Team Coco. The Juice currently isn't releasing new episodes, but we're bringing you something we think you'll enjoy this week. The New York Times named Vibe Check one of the best podcasts of 2022, and for good reason. Author and poet Saeed Jones, journalist Sam Sanders, and theater producer Zach Stafford bring their real-life friendship and group chat threads to this thoughtful and enduring weekly podcast. Conversations about hot topics in pop culture, race, sexuality, and politics are rigorously argued and rarely predictable. From Ron DeSantis and the child labor crisis to how to heal from a breakup and the evolution of Janelle Monet, they check the vibe of what's going on in the world and how it all feels. It's your favorite group chat come to life. So now we have a special clip of Vibe Check for you today, and it's all about relationship advice. We are going to switch gears, or are we? I feel like this is, this episode is the come to your three mothers and let us tell you about yourself. I could always tell when Saeed is ready. Listeners, you can't say this, but, but like when Saeed is getting geared up, he runs oh, his hand my. through his hair to the side. I do That's play with my hair as I'm processing. I was like, you know what? Um, well, we are going to change gears. And it's been a minute since we've done this. But yeah, we decided to maybe give some advice. And so y'all sent in a lot of questions. The first one is actually from several people. But as it turns out, and maybe it's summer's coming up, people are thinking about being single. And so these are from two different people. But I thought we'd start here. One person asked, any advice for people out here who are really tired of being single? And this is a little different. Is there an age at which it's appropriate to settle for a partner so you don't die alone? Yeah. I, I guess to get us started, because I, I think the second question is actually pretty easy. No, there's no need for anyone to settle. Age, I really believe, is one bit of data. It's more about how you feel, how, you know, your relationship to life, to joy, to curiosity. I don't think you need a partner at any no. age. Do y'all? No. no. Well, a lot of times when I see people saying, I need a partner, I need a partner, what they're really saying is, I need community. Yeah. I need community. I need friends I can trust and rely on. I need people and places and things that are part of my weekly, daily routine. So... Ask yourself what you really want and be specific and write it down. Do you want a man or woman in your house all day, every day? Or do you want a hobby? Do you want to join a social club? Do you want to volunteer and mentor to build a community? I think that's the first thing to really ask yourself. You know, when we're lonely, a lot of times we think the only fix is a romantic partner. The mm. fix for loneliness is other people. And that can come in any number of ways. I made a very pointed effort as we emerge from pandemic, to start to build in time in my life to do the things that I missed doing with other people that weren't my job. I did not want to have a life where it was like my only life was my work friends or a partner. I play my saxophone again now. I've been taking saxophone lessons. Mm -hmm. I jam out with friends. I've built a community there. I have other friends who have joined running clubs. I have other friends who have hobbies that bring them in touch with other people, like knitting or crocheting or whatever. I think sometimes that's really what you want. Okay. Um, and it's okay if you build a life around that and not around a romantic partner. I also think when anyone says, will I die alone? You could have a partner and kids and still die and feeling alone. alone. You can have eight kids who might not take care of you when you're old. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you this. You have the wrong people around you. You'll feel even more alone while being exactly. in a house with someone. Like, you really need to do that soul work that you're talking about, Sam, of really 
communicating to yourself what is it exactly you need and seeing everywhere else it shows up. Because, you know, all of us have partners on this show, but I would say that uh, none of our partners are everything for all of us. Sure. Yeah, and they can't be. And they can't be. That's too much to put on one person. But, you know, Craig does so much for me, but I also get so much from my best friends, from my family, my mom, all these people. And it's kind of a kaleidoscope of people. Uh Then then to push, because people are like, yeah, yeah, that's great. (laughs) But but let's, (laughs) But. let's say someone is single and does have a robust, rich circle. Mm-hmm. And the three of us have all been in the situations where we have great friendships and maybe even great family relationships. And Let's say you're, you've got all that going on too, but you're like, and I do want a romantic relationship. Has, mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts for what to do when you're just like, yeah, I, I specifically yeah. want a romantic relationship? I think like a lot of times, and this gets back to the whole, you know, lowering your expectations or settling thing that comes up a lot. I think we got to reframe that thinking. And what I have tried to be really intentional about in my relationship, which is going strong, you got to ask yourself, like, how much can anyone ever expect of one person? Yeah. And how much is fair to expect from one person? I think the fantasy of Western love and forever relationships tells us that our partner should be our best friend our financial partner, help us raise kids together. We should all have the same interests and and want the same things all the time. No one person can do all of those things for you. And so don't think about it as settling when you say yes to a person who can't be all of those things. Just say, no one can do that. And I can build those parts of my life that I need through other relationships. Okay. Any last thoughts on this one, Zach? Last thoughts on this. I'll give you some like as an ex dating app executive at Grinder is what I learned so much about dating and love for people, and what I what I've allowed to play in my own life is that you have to always allow surprise to show up in your life, mm. especially with love and romance. All of us, to what Sam's pointing to, have this script we think we're supposed to be following, this path we're supposed to be going towards that's supposed to check off boxes that tell you that you're in love and in a good love. And we see that with dating apps like Hinge and Tinder. Not as great at dating all the time because you have a really preconceived notion of what you're expecting out of someone. There's a script they've built. There's a profile they've built. All these things. Grinder's really productive because you get on, you have really low expectations, and someone can surprise you, and you can really be open to a lot. So I think if the current scripts you're following in your life, the current path you're walking down, try a new one. Surprise yourself. Take the left when you usually take the right. Like Do something different on your side and difference will show up for you, I think. I like that. And let go of rom-coms. They put forth <laughs> a truly harmful version of romantic yeah. love. I don't think you would take relationship advice from fairy tales either. So. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so next question. Let me set this up. Let's say you have a great longtime friend, right? And y'all talk about a lot of things, a lot of exchange. Um, Let's say that there is a particular dynamic in their life. Let's say it's a job. Let's say it's a relationship. Let's say whatever it is. And let's say this has been going on for maybe even more than a year. What do you do when you've gotten to the point where you feel like you've heard, we've had a lot of sessions, we've gone out and have fun, we've had the cry session, we've had the distraction session, and you begin to feel like you're hearing the same issue over and over, or you're like repeating the same advice over and over. You know, that moment where, and this can happen with close friends where you're like, honey, you're stuck in a loop and now I'm stuck in the loop with you. And as Sam was kind of just saying, at some point you got to step out and and I can't make you do that. Do you have thoughts about how to, you know, it's someone you care about compassionately kind of signal, hey. I had this moment with a loved one a few weeks ago where I felt like they were in a loop around a thing and they kept talking to me about it. And I'd given them my advice like twice. Finally, I said, stop, hold on. You're grown and you're going to do what you want to do. You've heard my advice. I think we're done with this. 
And there have been several times in my adult life where I've said to people who I love, you're grown and you're going to do what you want to do. And sometimes just saying that with a straight face shuts them the hell up. People are grown. (laughs) So try that. Look them in the eyes and say, you're grown and you're going to do what you want to do. That'll shut them up. All right. right. And then the other side of that is you ask this person, if they're telling you a story that you've heard a bunch, you say to them, what do you want me to say out of this? Mm. Like You've said this a bunch before. What are you looking for? Are you looking for advice or are you just looking for a safe space to say the there story you go. over and over again? And whatever answer that is, if it is like, I do need you to solve it and you do give advice and they don't take it, you just start pointing that out. Like, listen, hey girl, I gave you advice last week. You didn't listen to it. You did what you thought. And like, I'm going to stop answering. And I know that can be hard to say, but I think just like, listen to your body. If you find yourself like tensing and like shutting down, mm-hmm. say that to the front. Hey, I've heard this story a bunch. I love you. But like you say it a lot. I'm just not able to engage right now. Mm-hmm. So just boundary setting is really good. And also telling people you don't want to talk about it. Sorry. And just Bam. jumping on. Because it is a relationship. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's two ways. Yeah. I guess the two things I would say, what's really important with this type of issue, and it will come up, is you, you've got to be a good friend. You know what I mean? Like, like to mm-hmm. me, in order for this kind of interaction to be productive and clarifying, you have to have a good friendship beyond whatever is going on with this one dynamic. Do you consistently show up for them? You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't be like a a middling friend and then try to be like you're grown. You you know, like that's not going to yeah, work out. You have, so hopefully yes. you you know, and 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 I think Cultivate only you know that. It may not even be friendship. This could be a work dynamic. But it's like, do you have a good, healthy kind of dynamic mm-hmm. with this person that will allow you yeah. to have mm-hmm. that? And then the second thing, I guess, what I would say is I like to self-narrate. So I'll go, you know what? Can I be honest? I feel like we're in a loop. Are we in a loop? Do you feel yeah. like we're in a loop? <laughs> <laughs> Sight you know, is good with like this. Sight is always more gracious with this. Yeah. And, then they, and maybe they go, no, it's different. Or, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Or, why do you feel that way? But it's kind of mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, non, a non-aggressive way of still kind yeah. of being like, Sight I need to good send up this. a signal flare. Because oh, you know. once I get fed up, I'm blunt. But no, that is a nice way to take care <laughs> of it. You are very blunt. I would say that we're all showing you that like, if you do have multiple friends or people in your life, that each person can provide a different That's way a to That's a good point. Each of the so, three yeah. of us would probably it's like, have a different like, way. Sam is like, who you go. If you want like a very de- decisive kind of thing, <laughs> Sam Sanders. If you want diplomacy, you know, you come to me and I'll tell you how to like, play a game. And Saeed Jones is going to be the one that's like giving you that motherly love. I'm like, girl, I think yeah. we're in a loop. Like, What's I going on? I think we're lost, girl. <laughs> also, I think the, we're lost. a very good thing someone told me recently about advice with adults was a simple thing. She said, most people don't actually want advice. They want affirmation. So just keep that in mind, period. That is true. Yes, that's so true. And if you like what you're hearing, you can listen to Vibe Check every Wednesday on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to Sam, Zach, and Saeed give more advice, unpack the Barefoot Boy summer trend, and review Beyonce's Renaissance tour on Vibe Check. Join the weekly Kiki. Listen to Vibe Check on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow Vibe Check so you don't miss an episode.